Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is a transformative time for black America. Our income is at an all-time high, and the opportunity for economic empowerment is unprecedented. It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth. Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked for far too long. For instance, they've pledged a staggering $1 billion to programs, partners, and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. Build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com slash blueprints. The best athletes don't just play the game. They change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive. It's easy. And best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest. Because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at Meta.com slash Metaverse Impact. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to the best of the Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. All right. Oh, yeah. It is the odd couple. I'm Chris Broussard alongside my partner, Rob Parker. No. It is not Rob P, as in Rob Parker. It is Rob G, as in Rob Guerra. (laughs) 
I'm even giving him applause because I'm going to take y'all behind the curtain. Rob G, for all his bravado in the uh, producer's room, on the other side of the glass, he's usually, I'll be kind, hesitant to step into the arena with me. He's usually frightened to step into the arena with me because, you know, what I do. But he, he fought through the fears. He fought through the insecurities. And he has joined us tonight on The Odd Couple in for Rob Parker. Rob G, take a bow. Thank you for welcoming in again, Chris. I thought that you would uh, not allow me after what happened last time. And the time before that and the time before that. It's been a rough waters for you ever since you welcomed me into this sidekick chair. Let me just tell you that. Hey, hey, Rob G, whatever helps you sleep at night, buddy. Whatever gets you to bed, go with that. You go with that, all right? I'm going to have to, apparently. (laughs) We got a great show. Lots to talk about on this funky flashback Friday. And Iowa Sam is on the ones and twos. You ready for this, Iowa? Of course. I love you me do a get busy. funky yeah. flashback Friday. You usually get busy on funky flashbacks, oh, yeah. oh, so yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, who's in for you, Rob G? As the Brian Finley is the super producer? No, it's going to be Bo Benson. Bo is finishing up some straight out of Vegas stuff, but he'll be hanging out with us here. Okay, Bo night. Benson will be a producer. And the loquacious Mr. Brian Finley on the update. So this is going to be a lot of fun. Rob G, all jokes aside, looking forward to to seeing what you bring to the table today. Let's get it started. Charles Barkley, who never disappoints, uh, he's at it again. He loves talking about Kevin Durant, doesn't he? And it ain't, it's usually not good when he talks about Kevin Durant, and that was the case again. Where, Where did he say this, Rob G.? He said this on the radio in Phoenix. I think he lives in Phoenix, right? So he said yeah, on local station 98.7 in Phoenix. All right, yeah, because Phoenix obviously was a team that, you know, Durant wanted to go to. So here's Charles Barkley on Kevin Durant. All the old guys, he get mad when we say it. He piggyback on the Warriors to win his first champion, two championships. <laughs> but if you go back and look at his career, as the best player and being a leader that all goes with that, he's been an abject failure. Every time he's been like the guy who has to be the leader and the best player, uh, he has not had success. It's true. And that's what us old guys think about him. Listen to the uh, host. It's true. It's true. It's not true. All right, now look, I've been critical of Kevin Durant. I don't know if I can say as critical as anybody because going way back, I didn't criticize him for going to Golden State. You know, I I didn't rip him for that. Uh, I said, and the reason I didn't rip him was because I said, look, all these people killing him a year from now after he's won a championship. Well, I actually said two years from now. In two years when he has two championships and at least one finals MVP, he ended up with two. All these same people would be praising him, and they were. And I, I, I thought that was hypocritical because uh, you knew it wasn't like when he went there, you were like, oh, is, are they going to win it? We knew. All right? So you, nothing changed. So that's why I didn't kill him. But th- Rob G., what I see, and we'll get to the meat of Barkley's comment, because I, I think Charles goes way too far. Absolutely. Abject. 
failure? Okay. As the main guy, he has not led a team to a championship. And I've been one of the loudest saying, I want to see if he can do it. I'm saying now, don't, don't talk to me about top 10 unless he shows he can do it. So I'm with all that. But to call his years in Oklahoma City an abject failure is an abject, is abject lunacy. All right? They, Kevin Durant led Oklahoma City to great heights. In fact, he led them as far as Charles Barkley led a team, which was to the finals. What, in his third year, something like that? Led him to the finals. Young pup. And Westbrook and and Harden were young pups as well, and they went to the finals. And then, even though he didn't get back, he won an MVP, and he had that team in consistent contention. That team beat Tim Duncan and the vaunted Spurs. Like, they they were legit. They had the 73-win Warriors down. Right. And they had the Warriors down 3-1. So I can't go abject failure. I'll go. He has yet to prove he can lead a team to a title. Fine. Carl Malone didn't prove it. John Stockton didn't prove it. Kevin, uh, uh, Charles Barkley didn't prove it. Allen Iverson didn't prove it. None of us would call any of them abject failure. So I think Barkley went too far, but Rob G quickly, and then it's yours. To me, this is emblematic of what has now happened to Kevin Durant. It is now gone full to the full extreme in the opposite direction. Now people are going overboard in their criticism. So Barkley says he's an abject failure against all facts and evidence. And then remember what was, it was earlier this week in a USA Today story, an anonymous executive in the league Said, why would I'm, I'm paraphrasing this part? Why would you trade for Kevin Durant? This part's a direct quote. When you know he's gonna burn your house down. Really? Can, can we cut the high purple? Burn your what house is he burnt down? He helped Golden State win championships. And, and when they he just left, want another the house one. wasn't burnt. Yeah, right. They, just they want won again. One. They reloaded. And, oh, yeah. Okay, see, of course, if a player of that caliber leaves, they're gonna struggle, but they still had Russ. They ended up getting Paul George. They made the playoffs. And now if you want to say, well, he made the Nets give up all they had to get Harden, they still are in great shape. Yeah. Right? So, again, this is emblematic, Rob G, of how people have gone too far the opposite way now with Kevin Durant. 1,000%. It seems like he's become America's favorite punching bag. And and it's it's unfair to me. And, and again... I like you. I didn't agree with his decision to, you know, request a trade out of Brooklyn. I thought that there was no good reason. And according to multiple reports, even the Nets didn't know what the reason was. Right. They're like, hey, we still don't know why he wants out. We've done everything he's asked for. But Charles Barkley specifically, and Shaq maybe to a lesser extent, it feels like it's personal to them. Like they have something personal that they don't like about Kevin Durant. Maybe it's because both of them are Hall of Famers. Shaq, easily a top 10 player of all time. Chuck right there on the outskirts, on the periphery. That they compare him to LeBron, to Michael Jordan, to Tim Duncan. And and so Kevin Durant, talent-wise, can match up with those guys. But he's shown, and and, and you agree with this, Chris, that 
the intangible part, that's just not him. That's not where he's at. That's not his psyche. That's a big, that's a big uh, sure. de- deficit. Yeah. Sure. But because he doesn't line up with those guys, he's the worst. And that's just not fair. You know, to your point, Charles Barkley didn't win a championship. Right. Chris Paul is lauded as one of the great leaders of this generation. And he made the finals once and blew a 2-0 lead. And and and, and kept, was horrible last he was year. Hor- he was horrible. And, and he, he, I think he what they lost by like 50 points, something like that. Yeah. And so where Kevin Durant has the narrative has shifted, like you said. He was the guy. He was, hey, he finally got help. Now we see what happens when he has a team around him that fits, unlike Russell Westbrook and OKC, and he's the best player in the world now. And even now, after he left Golden State, he came back from injury. And, well, if he's not number one, he's probably number two behind Giannis. But because of the way this past season went in Brooklyn with Kyrie and the Ben Simmons, the James Harden, the trade demand, everything, all the good equity he's built up, it seems gone out the window. And look, I I love Barkley. And I love Barkley making the comments he makes, whether I agree with him or not. Charles Barkley is... Was not only a phenomenal basketball player, but he's a phenomenal broadcaster. We all know that. We all would agree on both of those parts. But we've talked about Kevin Durant not having the intangibles. A lot of people would say, I I think Michael Jordan would say Barkley didn't have the intangibles. Yeah. Scottie Pippen said it literally. He didn't have the intangibles. All right. Um, Barkley and, and, I guess you'll always rank Durant ahead of Barkley because he got those two rings, even if it was in a relatively easy situation. I'm just going to keep it real. Right. Uh, Barkley did go to – he was in good situations too and didn't make the most of it. His rookie year – now, granted, he was a rookie. But he went to the 76ers who had won a title just recently, and they had Dr. J and Moses Malone. And they went out in the Eastern Conference Finals. The next year, they went out in the second round. Then it became his team, and they fell apart. I mean, they weren't very good. Then he goes to Phoenix, does lead them to the finals, and had a really, it was a strong performance in those finals against Michael Jordan, but they didn't get it done. And then he, and he left there. And he goes to Houston. Now, they were a little older, but he was still, all of them, in fact, Drexler, Elijah Wine and Barkley were putting up huge numbers the year before they teamed up in Houston. Right. So they still had a lot left, and they didn't get it done. They didn't even reach the finals in a few years, and Drexler was replaced by Pipton, still didn't reach the finals. So Charles um, is criticizing Durant in a lot of the similar ways he could be criticized as well. Right. And... and Kevin Durant has said this himself. It seems like ever since he went to Golden State, people just forgot about everything he did in Oklahoma City. And you brought this up earlier. Whether it, Do I think he has some question marks as a leader? Of course. Do I think he's missing a lot of intangibles? Of course. He's got to have something to lead a team that young to the finals, to your point. right? He's got to have something to go toe-to-toe with LeBron and the Heatles at that time, fresh off of what was an embarrassing finals loss to the Mavs the year before, so you know that they were on a mission. Right. And even though it was a five-game series, I never thought that they got blown out in that finals. 
they just lost each of those games. And and in the deciding game, I believe it was Mike Miller who went, you know, nuclear that nobody saw coming, and that's what ended up being the nail in the coffin. But Kevin Durant has done a lot of good things in his career, and I don't think I would ever use the word abject failure with him in any regard. Right. In his career at all. I, I, I wouldn't use it with Russell Westbrook. Nope. If somebody wanted to say last year was an abject failure, I probably would even take issue with that. I get it. He wasn't good. Yeah, he was bad. But I'd still say he wasn't good, and it was an 18-7-7. Yeah, 18, you know how many guys good. would kill to give 18-7-7? Right. Seven seven? right. And Russ was bad last year, yes. But no, he's not an abject failure. So you, this is just Rob G., an example, and we all play into it. And look, championship, it's about championships. Right. But this is kind of taking the championships or nothing ethos to the extreme. Saying because he didn't win a championship in Oklahoma City, he was an abject failure. It's just it, Michael Jordan wasn't an abject failure for the first six years of his career. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, it, it, that is ridiculous. So, yeah, uh, Barkley went a little too far in that regard, but he was right, Rob G., in one other way. We'll get to that next. It's the Odd Couple. I'm Chris Broussard, my man Rob G. In for Rob P. Keep it locked. Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. 
cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino and Rich. Here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold this value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. That's why we call him Iowa Sam, because of stuff like this. All right, we're brought to you by AutoZone. <laughs> AutoZone's got the free services you need to help get you back on the road like their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. With more than 5,600 locations nationally, AutoZone's here to help you save time and money with those free services. Getting the job done just got easier. Restrictions do apply. Getting the zone, AutoZone. All right, uh, Rob G., we were talking about Charles Barkley's comments. And there's a second part. He went on and on and on. Uh, do, do we have the second part? Can we hear that? Here we go. He just seems like a miserable person, man. I call it Mr. Miserable. He's never going to be happy. I mean, everybody's giving him everything on a silver platter. He was a man in, in, in Oklahoma City. They loved him. He owned the entire state. And then he bolts on them and goes to the Warriors. He wins back-to-back championships, and he's still not happy. He goes to Brooklyn. They give him everything he wants, and he's still miserable. Rob G, you can tackle this first. For as wrong as Chuck was in the first clip, he's dead on on the second one. I mean, it's not unusual for people to just be unhappy, no matter what their situation is. You know, they always say money can't buy you happiness. And I'm always like, yeah, you say that because you got money. But it is true. There are people who are financially well off that are still miserable. Kevin Durant, as far as a basketball perspective, has had basically everything you could ever ask for. He got drafted to a team that was a small market. They built around him very well with talent, with the Baca at Harden, Westbrook. You know, he got his MVP. He made the uh, finals early, even though they flamed out in OKC. Goes to Golden State. They play a brand of basketball that he says he loves. He wins a couple of championships. He doesn't have to worry about being the leader. He can just ball, which he did. Decided he wasn't happy there. Goes to Brooklyn. Has carte blanche over there. He's running the show roster-wise, coach-wise, everything. (laughs) <laughs> decides he wants to trade and still nobody knows exactly why he wanted to trade. And it's because 
as Charles said, there's something in his brain, and that's probably why he's so back and forth on Twitter, that he's just not content and happy with where he's at. So I think that's fair. Well, look, uh, some people will quibble over the definition of miserable. Is he miserable? Is he just unhappy? Is he just sad? Is he, you know, like you can fight, you can quibble over the definition. Miserable, man, that's going too far. He's not miserable. Okay, maybe that's true. But the things Kevin Durant has done over the last several years, let's really, since he left Oklahoma City, they open you up to this type of criticism. Right. Whether it is an, an over, people going a little bit overboard or not. You can't, there is enough evidence. There are enough reasons that we've all seen that you laid some of them out for someone to say Kevin Durant just doesn't seem happy. And you just, you know, what's the difference between he doesn't seem happy and he's miserable? Okay. And so you said, look, I, I leave in Oklahoma City. We talk about it all the time on this show, Rob and I. You know, we understand NBA players may not want to play in Utah. Right. So if he didn't want to be in Oklahoma City, no problem there. But that's when this began. You go to Golden State. You you go there because you love the way they play basketball, moving the ball. And you said it. You win two titles. You're the two-time finals MVP. And what did he say after his first championship, Rob G? That was it? Yeah. I thought it'd be more than right. Like, Right. What were you expecting? Fireworks to go off in your head? I mean, what would you really? You know, and, and then there's more to it. Remember when they almost lost the next year to Houston, they almost lost that series because KD was really wanted to play more ISO basketball. Right. Right. And he was getting away from the ball movement and passing the ball, player movement, all that stuff. Why? You would just run to the championship. You were the finals MVP. You were playing great, having a great season. Why are you so insistent now? It's just, he just, something in him told him, go against the grain. I'm not happy playing this way. <laughs> you weren't happy playing the ISO ball in OKC. Now you're not happy playing the team ball in Golden State. And then you leave there, and as you said, they gave him everything. And that was the most disappointing thing to me. When he demanded his trade, I felt two things. One, you're running from a challenge. You're running from a challenge. And two, you haven't even given yourself a chance yet. You played 44 games with Kyrie. Right. And so there are those that will tell you KD is moody. He's just a moody type of guy. And... um. My point is just that there is enough, there is fodder for people to look at Kevin Durant and say, man, he's miserable. And Kyrie has said himself, a lot of players in the NBA aren't happy. And Kyrie just happens to be his best friend. Yeah. Or you know, yeah. one of his and, best and, friends. And Jason McIntyre said this on the Straight Fire pod, which I know you never miss. Right? Never miss. But never um, miss. <laughs> he, he spoke to someone, I believe it was in like the agent world, but someone who kind of knows KD a little bit. And he was asking about what's going on. This was before the trade demand was rescinded. 
and he said, is it that guys just don't like KD, and that's why the the the, the market's that soft is the way it is, because there's no players like pounding the table saying, we got to get KD, we got to get KD. Right. And the person who he was to Jack was talking to was saying, no, players love Kevin Durant, but KD doesn't love himself. Wow. But, and I was like, I mean, that was kind of profound. I don't know if I would have wow. went that far, but it just goes that's to tell you. That's even further than Barkley. Exactly. That just goes to tell you, though, that – this is not just an outward appearance kind of thing that people on the in the media who don't really know right. Kevin Durant are saying. This right. is people who are quote unquote in the know that even agree to this extent. Yeah, and it's unfortunate, man. Um, Kevin Durant has everything, all the money in the world, all the fame in the world. Even for for even this bit of criticism he gets, he's viewed as one of the greatest players ever. He should really be enjoying himself, and uh, you just hope he. You, you you know what I hope? I hope he's not miserable, like Barkley said. Right. But but when you're giving off those vibes for several years, that's what people are gonna say. We got Olden Polonies coming up. We'll ask him about this former player, uh, 15 year NBA vet. He'll join us in a moment. But first. Brian Finley, the loquacious one. <laughs> uh, Rob G with those boxing gloves, just taking it to Chris Broussard right now. I got Well, so far it. we agree on everything. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> right, waiting. Right. I'm waiting to really bring him out. We know B Finn gonna say that about all my guests. Oh, <laughs> well, Don't get too excited, Rob. Yeah, well, somebody figured it out, but no. This is a, it's a fun listen. So let's start in the NFL where we're talking some preseason news and nuggets. And Bills rookie putter Matt Ariza, who's accused of playing a role in gang raping a 17-year-old girl last year, and which was seen in a civil suit that was submitted yesterday, will miss tonight's game against the Panthers. Now, Lightning pushed the start time back of that game. They're now reopening the doors to the public, and kickoff is set for 7.36 Eastern. Two more preseason preseason games starting at 8 Eastern this evening. That would include Saints and Chargers and New Orleans quarterback Jameis Winston set to get some playing time in that one. There's also Seahawks and Cowboys and Geno Smith, former Jet, is QB1 for that one in a preseason battle against Dallas. NFL Network notes that Ravens offensive tackle Ronnie Stanley cleared his physical and he is getting a remo- removed from the physical unable to perform list. Raiders and Patriots will start at 8.15 tonight. Raiders looking to go 4-0 in the preseason and their fans hoping those wins carry over to the regular season. Second round of the Tour Championship and Scotty Scheffler is your leader at 1900 par. A 60-60 he card that today gives him a two-shot edge over Xander Shoffley. As far as our Discover card key matchup brought to you by Discovery would be the Braves at the Cardinals. First pitch at 8:15 Eastern. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards or we could talk about how with Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. And finally, Nicholas Sanders, the son of all world running back Barry Sanders is going to be joining Michigan State men's basketball team as a freshman walk-on. He is five mm. foot nine, which I think, Chris, what is that? About four or five inches taller than you maybe? Or is that Hey, you... I'm five ten. Oh. No, you're not. I used no, to, you're I'm not. Five, no, you're not. I used to say I was five eight, so it'd be impressive. That I could dunk, but I'm five. I'm a legit five ten. Uh, well, well, next time you come, don't hate Rob. G. You know you're not. Yeah, back just because my head is is 
<laughs> your top of your head is at my neck. That's right. <laughs> I'm always licking up your nostrils when we're talking. Well, somebody who legitimately is tall is our next guest, former NBA veteran, now a Fox Sports Radio NBA analyst, one of our favorite guests, Olden Polonese. What's up, O? What's up, fellas? Hey, man, look, there's a lot going on in the NBA, so that's why we brought you in, even though it's the offseason. So let's get to it. Um, I hear... I don't. Did you hear Charles Barkley's latest criticism of Kevin Durant? <laughs> no, I did not. Well, he said as a guy, he said he cherry picked, you know, his first his two championships with Golden State, and or he piggybacked on them to win his championships, and that as a number one guy, he's been an abject failure. Now, I, that's ridiculous. Even though he didn't lead a team to a championship. Certainly not an abject failure. But I would say this, and I, I love Barkley as a player and as a commentator. I think he's fantastic, and I actually love when he, when he says what he says about players. But you played with Charles Barkley like, during his era. I remember there were a lot of people that, like, I feel like KD lacks the intangibles to lead a team to a championship. There were a lot of people saying that about Barkley. Uh, Scottie Pippen just flat out said it when they played together in Houston. Uh, Michael Jordan Barkley was in the league and you were in the league. Was there a feeling of, I mean, this dude is awesome. He's fantastic. But, you know, does he work hard enough? Does he try as much on defense as you need to to, be a, to lead a team to a championship? Was there some of that? There was some of that. And, you know, you got to remember, Charles is media. So he's going to do some things and say some things that's going to get notoriety, you know, like when he clowns the women of San Antonio and everything else. So we know that about him. You know, he's funny. But at the same time, you know, there is some truth to it. I don't think Kevin has the intangibles to lead a team. And that's why he's kind of like run around. I don't want to say he chased it, but he, you know, he 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 didn't do what he should. My thing he is, I would have stayed. In, I would have <laughs> stayed in Oklahoma City. Mm. You know, I would have stayed in Oklahoma City and run it back and see what we got. But okay, he left for the Warriors. Just like after the Warriors, I would have stayed with the Warriors. Right. You know, because that was the perfect situation for you because he's not really an alpha. And so, right. to me, they had enough alphas for him to, you know, but he listened to the media talk about him, that he can't lead a team. So that's why he left the Warriors. He didn't leave the Warriors because of Draymond or any other thing. He left because people were talking about him. And that's Kevin's um, biggest Achilles heel. He listens too much to social media and what people are saying about him. And, it, and it's bad for him because you are a great player. No one's going to take that away from you, but you dwell on some crap that you shouldn't be dwelling on. Well, Olden, hey, Rob G sitting in with Rob for Rob Parker with Chris today. Um, it seems to me that Kevin Durant was li- listening to the media, though, when he decided to rescind his trade request from Brooklyn because everybody on this show and other shows was saying how soft it would look that he was running again from a challenge, so to speak. Do you think that he's making the right call by kind of tucking his tail between his legs, admitting that it was a mistake and staying in Brooklyn? It has nothing to do with that. The bottom line is Joe Psy, um, Sean Marks, especially those two mainly, said, you know what? We got you for four years. We don't give a damn what your requests are. And that's basically what they did. 
They went and had that meeting, but it's like, yo, we don't have to trade you. And I said that. I think I said that the last time I was with you, um, Chris. But it's like they don't have to do anything. We have you for four years. So Kevin, once he realized that, and now he is backpedaling because the Nets, the, they ground, which they're supposed to. And then I'm hearing that people are saying, well, you know, the players have lost a lot of leverage off of this move. No, Kevin Durant lost his leverage because he never had it. <laughs> yeah. Right. He had he no leverage. Had not right. Now, if you have a year left, you have leverage. Four years, you have no leverage whatsoever. <laughs> they would have been foolish, especially if they had traded him for a weak package. It would have been horrible. Now, you you mentioned it, and we agree. Kevin Durant does not have the intangibles to lead. Like, he's not a leader, okay? And I, he, he even admitted that. So he can get mad at people for saying it. He admitted it in 2017 in the GQ article. I'm not a leader. That's why he loved Golden State. He can just go and ball. Okay, he's not a leader. Ben Simmons obviously has some issues mentally, right? And Kyrie, while a strong personality, is, you know, a a bit bizarre. Let's put it that way. So he's not (laughs) going to be the guy you want leading him. I I look at them on paper, Olden, and I say, wow, they got the most talent in the East and maybe in the league. But, and it fits because now they have shooters, right? You got Simmons can play down by the basket. You got, you know, they got a lot of talent and, and a lot of pieces that fit. Can they win a title, though? Because I, I think their problem is between the ears with their three best players. Can a team exactly. like that win a championship? No. And you are absolutely right. And that's going to be their problem. They are a rudderless team. They have no leaders. Even Steve Nash doesn't have any control or power right. over the team. And so the bottom line is this. You have three guys that aren't leaders – with, you know, issues other than basketball. And so to me, that's a problem. They need a guy that's going to come in there and get in their butts when they're not doing things right, and they have to be able to take it. And right now, the Nets, they don't have that guy. Everybody on that team is like, what do we do? Who do we look for? And even Steve Nash, as the coach, he doesn't even have that power. And I'll share this with you because the last time we talked, I didn't have a chance. You got to remember, one of the reasons why there's issues between he and Kyrie Irving is because of a statement he made during a party at Steve Nash's house. Okay? In front of everybody, Kyrie said, you know, you need to give those MVP trophies back to Kobe. Wow. Really? You didn't deserve them. Yes. Said that to Nash at a party at Nash's house. To Steve Nash at Steve Nash's house. And so, to me, that was the beginning of the end for the Nets. So, again, there's no leadership anywhere around because they don't respect Steve Nash enough to follow him. And Steve Nash is not, hasn't had enough coaching to be a leader. So, that team is just made up. It's just a made-up fantasy. Yes, right. they have talent, but in the playoffs, that's not enough. Mm. Wow. All right, last one for me, Olden. Um, nice nugget, Olden. That's awesome, hey, by the way. That. Uh, Thanks and, for saving it for us, and, too. And he's right, by the way. Kobe should have got his MVP. But anyways, no. speak, speaking of the Lakers, they just <laughs> made that deal. They got Pat Bev. It seems like the move before the move to me, does this, in your opinion, does this mean that Russell Westbrook is already dead and gone from, from L.A.? I believe so. Because, hey, let, you know, let's call a spade a spade. Those two cannot coexist. I don't give a damn. <laughs> what? Darvin Ham is saying, what, <laughs> whoever, those two will never coexist on a team. 
at all. There's just too much. There's too much bad blood. You got to remember, Russell's first injury ever was Patrick Beverly. Right. 2013. Right. Yep. Good point. Ever. Good point. And it was and after so, the play, the whistle, right? He, Remember that? Yeah. After, he yeah. has not forgotten that. Right. So that Let ain't me, happening. We were. I was debating this with with my co-host VJ Husky yesterday. If Russ is, let's say he's cut, even if whether he's traded and then cut or the Lakers cutting themselves, where do you think he would go? Like, do you think a team? Do you see a fit out there? Do you? What team do you think would would go ahead and try to sign him? Ooh, that's tough. Um, wow, that's tough fit. Um, I'm thinking maybe. Um, yeah, the Seventy Sixers wouldn't do it because because uh, only I because I thought he, he and Harden, he and Harden, I thought they did they did pretty good together. Right, you know, right. they were missing they some other pieces. I, me, I go back to Oklahoma City. Well, go yeah, with the, the go year lead the young they, guys, right? But I, the young he, guys. But I if think you're the for best a playoff fit, team, maybe maybe Washington. I was, I think that's he, what I was gonna say. Washington. Yeah, he go back. You go back to Washington, and you know redo it, you know, like let's do a do-over or something because he played really well in Washington. Right, right. So, All right. But, again, it's, it's tough, man. You know, I heard the Utah situation, but I don't think he's a good fit there because they're just doing a total rebuild. And right. so, yeah, he's in a tough situation right now. Absolutely, absolutely. Isn't it that- funny that we're saying Russell Westbrook is in a tough situation? Well, Olden, <laughs> look, we saw it with Iverson, remember? AI at the end. Carmelo. Couldn't fit anywhere. Carmelo had to sit out for a season to be humbled, right, before he got back in. It can end badly for some of the superstars if you don't either retire on top or close to the top or you just, you know, you don't accept being a role player. So we'll see. But Olden Pollard is great. Look at your boy. Hey, look at Udonis Haslam. He learned how to do it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Jersey retired. You're going to get right. Exactly. There's benefits. There's rewards. To be in a role player. That's our man, Olden Polonies. Great stuff as always, brother. Thank you. Thank you, sir. All right. Take care. Yep. Fantasy football is absolutely vital to the overall success of the NFL. It's just not for me. I'll tell you why next. Ah, couple. Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. 
Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, Doug Gottlieb here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making the now perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines the raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. With the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true with new available tech. This legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out the amazing national sales event deals. When you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota let's go places. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris. He's Rob G, not Rob P. And we're live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. Rob G, tell them where they can find you on social media. Follow me on Twitter at the producer RG for all the hottest takes in these streets. You do you do throw out takes, don't you? I do. I got a lot of Twitter takes. You and know all that. that. You know that, Chris. I know you don't follow me. Well, you follow me, but you don't really follow me. But I got some gems out there every once in a while. Gems? Yes. Really? I got. I mean, the Lakers championship DVD bit that I got going on is oh, tell fantastic. I mean, tell. this started last season when the Lakers had Isaiah Thomas and and 
you know, DJ Augustine and Russell Westbrook throwing bricks off the side of the backboard. I was like, hey, this championship DVD is going to be a double disc set. It's going to be the greatest thing in history because of all the ups and downs on the season. Wow. And yeah, obviously they, they, they the obviously they didn't win. So now we got <laughs> ex- we got to extend it to this season because those copies already got sent over to uh, overseas with the Lakers championship T-shirts that, you know, didn't get okay. done as well. OK, OK, OK. So you you make foolish takes. I do. I'm, I'm, I'm not missing anything. You, I'm not yes, missing you anything. are. There, there's some good stuff every once in a while. Every once <laughs> in a right. while. Well, look, we could talk about how complicated other banks make it for you to redeem your credit card rewards. Or we could talk about how with Discover, it's easy to redeem rewards for cash in any amount at any time, folks. I mean, talk about amazing. You can learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms do apply. All right, Rob G., a tough topic to talk about right now. Um, To say the least. Yeah, Matt Areza, the punter for the Buffalo Bills, just drafted. Uh, They call him the punt god. He's one of the best punting prospects in years. Um, And so good that the Bills just cut their long-term punter and uh, decided they were going to go with him. And lo and behold, a lot of uh, uh, something comes out about him and two other teammates allegedly gang-raping a 17-year-old girl last year when they were students at San Diego State. Now, she was 17. That's under the age of consent right. in uh, Los, in California. So um, it was, in that case, statutory rape. And um, the NFL, because of the new collective bargaining agreement, right, they cannot punish him because of something that happened before he got to the NFL, right? Correct. Um, you, a lot of people, I said it myself, well, what about Terrell Pryor? Remember with the tattoos and because they gave away some or sold some of their, their memorabilia yeah. yeah, from Ohio State and the league, the NFL punished them. But they've changed the rules. The Players Association fought to change that, and obviously it worked. Um, but there are a lot of sides to this story. I will say this. I, I think, look. You got to investigate it um, because, I mean, it, 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 it's, you got to investigate it, right? You can't just assume it's true no matter how much you might want to. And, Rob, you remember this. You were producing these shows. Rob Parker and I said the same thing about Deshaun Watson. Yes, you did. We didn't jump to the conclusion that, oh, he's guilty. We automatically believe the women. But as the numbers of women kept going up and up and up. All with similar stories. Yeah, yeah. And some women who weren't even in the lawsuit. Right. But who had given massages to Deshaun were coming out with the same story. Just sharing it because they felt it was important, even though they they didn't want anything. And so that's when it began to be hard to believe him. Uh, Circumstantial evidence, and we do that all the time. Barry Bonds never tested positive, but circumstantial evidence says bruh was uh, doing something. Right. All right. right. So it, it is what it is. Um, so you investigate, but if they find out, even if he's not able to be charged, and even if the NFL can't do anything about it, if they find out this is true, this is real, the Buffalo Bills – 
should render some type of punishment. If they find out it's, it's true or reasonably, you know, beyond a reasonable doubt that it's true. Um, I think they, they can suspend him, cut him, whatever. It, it, we, you know, we would see what it would be. Um, but I think just because the league as a whole couldn't take it into his hands doesn't mean the Buffalo Bills can't. Sure, and I'll actually take it a step further. I think they should do something now because according to multiple reports, they've known about these allegations for about a month now. Since July. Yes, yeah, since the end of July. And even still, he was in a competition in camp with last season's punter. They cut that punter on Monday, giving the job to Ariza, basically. And they have contributed to the punt god moniker that has made him so popular, not only in Buffalo, but on social media as a whole, because it's kind of a clever nickname. And so if you know that these allegations are out there, and if you anyone in America has not listening, go check out the LA Times article. Yeah, it's very descriptive. It's ugly. It is ugly, but it's it tells you exactly what is being alleged, exactly what the police report process is looking like right now, and there are some details in there that I promise will make you uncomfortable, whether you believe it or not. Just because the thought of it makes you uncomfortable. So, well, if you're yep. the Buffalo Bills, I know the NFL can't do anything. But one thing you can do is not encourage him. And right now, knowing that this is hanging over his head, why do you cut last season's punter now? Why do you continue to put out on social media, look at the punt god, did it again? And now, up until a couple hours ago, he flew to the uh, with the team to participate in tonight's preseason game. And it wasn't until a couple of hours ago where they said, you know what, he's not going to play while this is ongoing. Well, this has been ongoing for a month, and he was playing. So well, why wouldn't you, if the NFL can't do anything, I don't know if you can try to suspend him, try to their version of commissioner exempt where he's going to make him inactive, and let them fight it out with the NFLPA but say, you know what, there are certain things that we're just not going to sweep under the rug. And... And we've seen this now a few times in the NFL. If your talent warrants it, they'll look past damn near anything. And because, like you said, this kid might be the greatest punter prospect in like a decade, they're going to, you know, they try to be quiet about it for the most part, it seems like. Well, you got to the crux of the matter. And the crux of the matter is that the league, it really doesn't care until it becomes a, a, a PR problem. Ray Rice, two games, became a PR problem. Everything changes, right? Uh, Deshaun Watson, you couldn't avoid that. It was so many women. It became a PR problem. Right. All right? Kareem Hunt, the Chiefs cut him, but there was a tape out there. Yes. You had to do something with that. Um, Tyreek Hill, right? Nothing there was, even happened there, with him, actually. They and they there was no video. There was yeah. there was audio. There was audio. No video. Um, and so we've seen time and time again, and it, if unless it becomes a PR nightmare, the league is not likely to do something. At least not anything you might feel like was warranted, like like a punishment that was severe enough. Right. And now this is becoming a big thing. And I think one of the reasons it's becoming so huge, obviously it's just a, a heinous 
uh, a crime that's alleged was alleged. This whole situation done. is ugly. Yeah, right. But it also is on the heels of the Deshaun Watson situation, and a lot of people are out there saying, "Well, hold up, Deshaun got eleven games." Right. Right. And look at what this guy did. And Deshaun's number of women was way more. But what this guy did, and, and, and some people are like, okay, whether or not he had consensual sex with her or not. Because she says what? There, the drink she got was spiked, right? Yes, correct. And, and then they had sex, and then he took her into a room, and the other teammates had sex with her. Which is why raped the other teammates— They said they yeah. raped her for an hour and a half. Yeah, that's I mean, why it's crazy. The, the other teammates are the ones who are involved in the criminal investigation. According to the LA Times, uh, Ariza is not involved in the criminal investigation yet. Here's my thing, though. If he indeed did basically throw her to the wolves— Right. Right? Put her in there, drunk— Half passed out, and with these dudes, you, to, you can't get off scot free. Sure, I'm sorry, you can't get off scot free. Aiding and abetting, accomplice, right? I mean, come on. And 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 for all you know, because look, we're not, and we're not just believing the girl, just believing. We're just saying we're pointing out what so far is being alleged. And there are a lot of guys, and Rob G, I don't know if you've got this. Man, I have talked to a lot of guys who think Deshaun Watson has gotten railroaded. Oh, yeah. Right? A lot of people. I've talked to more who are on his side than are on the women's side. Mine's like 50-50, but yes, it is a lot. Right? It's a lot. And mine is more. Um... I would say, and, and I'm all for justice. We had a great caller who had three daughters and three sons, and he says, I'd hate for if this was alleged of my sons that everybody just automatically assumed they were guilty, and I'd hate that people, if they automatically, you know, assume my daughters were lying, right? So you want to try to, I, I want to try to be in the middle until we see what the truth is. Um. But I would say to guys that, that just brush it off as boys being boys and all this, just think of your daughter. It yep. shouldn't take this, but unfortunately sometimes it does. Think of your daughter. Think of your sister in a situation like that. If you want to say, well, shoot, she, high school girl, what was she doing at a college party? She was with him. She was with this 20-year-old guy. She, did she? Did that mean she deserved what's alleged to have happened? Right. Yep. Even if she may have used some poor judgment, does that mean you deserve what's alleged to have happened? No. And so, look with, with what with how hard they came down on Deshaun, Rob. Something. If this is true, if the evidence supports this, something has to be done. Whether it's on the bills or you just can't. You can't not do something now you're coming off of going so hard at Deshaun. And, and I got to be honest, man, a lot of people pointed out, but the whole Daniel Snyder, Washington Commanders thing don't sit well with me either. Yeah, and, and yes, if, if this turns out to be true, obviously there should be some harsh punishment. I, I sure, I'm assuming he'd be out of the league entirely and never coming back. But like I said before, I think the Buffalo Bills need to be proactive in this situation. And I know that the the 
the line is, you know, he's innocent until proven guilty, and that's fine. That's why I say put him on the practice squad, whatever. Say we're, I don't know what they can do, but they can do something. And this idea, which I agree with you, that they'll put up with a lot of stuff, especially if you're talented. You know, if right. you're a good player, we're going to turn the other cheek a lot of different ways. This dude's a rookie punter. Like, he could be the greatest punter. The greatest punter in NFL history, I promise you, is not worth the PR (laughs) nightmare that you're going to go through with this guy right now. Absolutely. You're right. He was a six-round draft pick. All right. And, again, even if he was a quarterback, it still shouldn't matter. But you're right. The six-round pick, a punter, I don't care if he's two times better than Ray Guy. All right. right. It still doesn't matter. All right. We're going to throw it out to you guys. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. What do you think uh, about the Matt Ariza situation? Should he be punished? And how? Your turn to weigh in with Chris and Rob G. The Odd Couple. Fox Sports Radio. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroesfilm.com to get tickets now. The best athletes don't just play the game. They change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive. It's easy. And best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today.